previously on Real Garbage. What is a mouse going to do with a bunch of teeth? <clears throat> Make a suit out of it. What's a fairy going to do with it? <laughs> he is the guy from Terminator yeah. 2. Dyson. Miles Dyson. <laughs> yes. Oh, is that, is that the death, is him, that yeah. his death scene? Yeah. Yeah. And now, coming up on this episode of Real Garbage. Broken through the air conditioning ducts, and then he broke into the safe, planted explosives in it, blew it open, robbed it, closed it, used plaster. He's carrying plaster in there. <laughs> so, where, where are you so getting the water? It's it's like plaster. He's, he's drywalling. He's, he's, he's feathering it in there. I mean, I gotta let it dry. He's sitting there letting right. it dry. Like, like, oh, come like on. you know, you're just gonna hang around the scene of the crime here. You're gonna do a little bit drywall in here. The worst tape, tape job I've ever done. And then, and then he's. It's gonna be a good one. I'm joined by my friend and one of the best damn drummers in town, Jeff Markey, to review Liam Neeson's newest movie, Taken. I mean, Taken Two. I mean, Taken Three. I mean, uh, Honest Thief. Let's face it, folks. They're all the same. Stick around, though. We got a quick word from our fake sponsors, and then we're gonna review Honest Thief on Real Garbage. And if you haven't already, just take three seconds, just three seconds, click that little box in the lower right-hand side of the screen, hit subscribe, turn on notifications for new episodes every Sunday at 12.15 p.m. right here. Uh, this episode uh, of Real Garbage, episode 142, brought to you by the return of the clapper. Clap on. <laughs> clap off. The clapper. This episode of Real Garbage is also brought to you by the Talk Like Liam Neeson training package available now online at Amazon.com. With the Talk Like Liam Neeson training package, you will learn how to leave angry voicemails. You will learn how to threaten people over the phone. You will also get personalized birthday greetings from Liam Neeson. This message is actually endorsed by Liam Neeson. I'm coming for you. Thanks, Liam. That's the Talk Like Liam Neeson training package available now at Amazon.com. Real Garbage! Remember when Peter Griffin and uh, Liam Neeson went at it for like a whole... Almost a whole episode of The Simpsons. Or no, sorry, of uh, Family Guy. Remember? Remember that? I, think, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Well, because so. they're making fun of his persona, because that's all he does now. Right, but he did, <laughs> beat, he did beat the shit out of Peter, though. It was kind of like Chicken Fight style, wasn't it? I think. A, li a little bit, no. It was clearly in Liam Neeson's favor. Oh. So he's the, he doesn't like to lose. No, but I, I, he kind of lost this movie, mm -hmm. as far as I'm concerned. What You know. Well, so we'll jump right into it or what? I, I don't know. How long do we go with this like preamble thing? I don't know. Because it's good. I can go longer <laughs> on the preamble. It's fun. What do you want preamble about? Uh, really? There's lots of things. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, politics. Uh, no, no politics. At all levels. No politics. Okay. Stay away from that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this all stays in, too. Okay. What else? Uh, well, I don't know. The We're talking about how much we miss uh, live entertainment. Welcome, Realtors. I'm joined here by one of the best drummers I've ever had the honor of uh, playing on a stage with, Jeff Markey, right here from Victoria, B.C. Dude. Appreciate that, uh, that intro. It's, uh, he's, you know, he's a little bit of uh, what we call in my business uh, hyperbole, because yes, I, uh, I do have a day job. <laughs> it's true. He's a superhero by day. <laughs> Drummer at night. 
Man, I hope, hopefully we get to do some live. We get to see some live music. That's well, what we yeah. have an itching for. Yeah, and then this guy over here, I mean, awesome voice, and I uh, hope we can uh, do some Ooh. music here uh, soon. And wow, episode 142 of, 142 of Real Garbage. Uh, congratulations. <laughs> That's a, I mean, I don't know what kind of milestone was saying uh, earlier to you about uh, it's the, uh, you know, the, uh, the answer to everything in the universe and uh, plus 100. So you're like even beyond that by a hundred. It's uh, it's it's crazy territory. It's been a good time. It's cool, man. This is like I think this is what kept me on track for the whole uh, pandemic so far is just having something to do every week. Just like okay, this is this is Tuesday night or this is Saturday during the day or Sunday like it is today. Hell yeah! Happy Easter. Yeah, happy Easter indeed. Are you doing? Because uh, you don't you don't eat meat, right? Oh, well, you, you know, I've kind of uh, bent a little bit on all that kind of stuff. Are you having ham tonight? Especially, uh, that's what my brother said's on the menu. So Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So kind of back uh, top carnivore. I've got some uh, double, double smoked pork chops from Orr's Butcher in Brentwood. <laughs> Throw them on the grill for like eight minutes. So, so my question is, you know, you hear about this double smoked. Like who's ever gone into the triple smoked territory? Triple smoked. What kind of smoke? Like what's the third smoke you're adding? This is well. This is what are three smokes? Well, you could you could infuse it. Could be one of those, right? That's the triple smoke. This is injected with smoke. You know, it's like hot boxed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's another level of the smoke. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. It's it's kind of crazy. That's what Uh, happened. But I mean, I guess uh, you know everything's legal like that these days, so. It's possible. Well, remember, uh, bef- like I think it was a couple of years ago, there was a Willie's Bakery downtown Victoria. You guys will get heard, this if you're from around here. heard something about that, yeah. Well, they shut it down, and then it became, uh, I don't know if they shut it down or sold it, but they it was going to become uh, a weed cafe where you could go in and right. eat edibles, and I don't know if you could smoke weed, but... Yeah, I think it was, uh, it was uh, um, based on having infusions within the various you know, recipes and twists on sort of traditional recipes or something. Mm-hmm. Then you could get in, I think, in baked goods and things like that. Just, just uh, seems like a... You've had edibles before, right? Um, sure. Yeah. Tried, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are these edibles you used to but have? I, but I never inhaled. <laughs> I never swallowed. <laughs> no, I would not want to be in a you cafe don't, You don't setting. inhale those things, you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> you didn't chew, officer. Yeah, but he didn't chew. He's got us. I would not want to be in a room full of like a bunch of people I don't know who are all eating edibles. I think that just seems like a really reckless idea. It's a setup. <laughs> it's a setup. People, yeah, people stumbling out. Ah, you're intoxicated in public. Here's your fine. Yeah, we'd get you for your parking tickets, you sons of bitches. Well, you wouldn't be able to find your car, dude. How many people do you know that just say like, "I've never paid a parking ticket"? I know a couple of people. I've got a friend. Uh, I'm not going to mention any names over uh, on the mainland, and he's a uh, pretty notorious scofflaw. He does things like he snuck into um, Vancouver Canucks games. Oh. Never pays for golf. Um, he's got a little shuffle. He goes on like number two and finishes up on number seventeen type of deal. You know, <laughs> gets his sixteen holes in. Right, played thirty two <laughs> this morning. Wait, what? Th- quick thirty two. <laughs> so that's that's kind of his style. And so yeah, he. Um, he found out some kind of way. So he's got some kind of hustle that he went around that. He found a workaround. I don't remember what it was exactly, but he's I, really good at this stuff. So I yeah. imagine that the the free uh, sporting events would be you just throw on a uh, reflective vest and just walk did, in. Well, that's that's a good one. He hasn't done that, but he did like this slide door hustle. 
So people go out and they smoke, I guess, or whatever, in this little side door. So he sort of appears in this place, and then he shuffles on into the lounge with the rest of the smokers, hangs out at the bar, and blah, blah, blah. And he's done that a couple times. I don't think he's done it recently, but... Um, yeah, he's he's had success with that, so hopefully they, they don't shut that down now. <laughs> the old side door hustler. They hustle. call him the side door hustler bandit. We've been looking for him for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he's uh, he's always got the best deals down to Mexico and all that kind of stuff. That's he's uh, he's pretty pretty good with that. That's interesting. You could probably, like, does he make like a, like, probably, you maybe could make a business out of that, couldn't you? A little side business? Well, this guy, I love this guy, but it'd be probably more like Kramerica, you know? Uh, <laughs> still a little Seinfeld illusion there for the folks. I mean, who knows? Write a book, uh, you know, get your own little cult uh, established, and uh, away you go. Which I feel like nowadays, you know, isn't that hard? No, but we it's not that hard at look all. Look at uh, these Paul brothers, right? Ah. <sighs> You know they're kind of they're kind of taking over uh, the sporting world and the internet and and they're they're bringing all this stuff together and it's pretty ridiculous, mm-hmm. um, but uh, at the same time it's compelling. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I'm, I still want to watch it. I know, me I too. Absolutely want to watch too. it. I'm totally going to watch it. I'll probably just watch but it on YouTube after. Right. It's a, that's <laughs> exactly what I'm going to do. No, I'm not gonna the pay next day. No, no, no. That's preposterous. Show me the highlights. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, or we, the low lights. We were talking case. about it earlier. It, it's it's who knows what's going to happen because you can say, yeah, Askren's a professional fighter, but he's a wrestler and he's you know he's not training boxing and we don't know how or how, I think right. But I mean, this kid is big mm-hmm. you know, and he's been big, training he's boxing big, for and he's a been while. training boxing and you know and he outweighs Askren considerably. It's a big size. Uh, he's got a big reach advantage. Uh, you know, if he he slaps him around with those big mitts of his uh, a couple times. I mean, Askren obviously is a professional, and he's got the. Uh, I think he's a, was an Olympian or whatever. The guy's got the the credentials, but the other, you know, it's a, he's a much younger athlete. Uh, he's been training hard. I don't mm. think he's taking it, uh, you know, lightly. Uh, either either uh, competitor, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah, I was saying to you earlier, my only I my only prediction that could happen would be because Jake Paul's getting really emotional. Like Askren's getting under his skin really well. So if he just loses his cool, he could get he, he could, could get he caught could with something. Just, yeah, and, absolutely. Right. And uh, it sounds like maybe that's what uh, Askren's trying to do. It seems like that's kind of his uh, you know strategy. They, they go at this point and they, get under his skin a little bit, and they go all the know. rounds, and Askren just takes him down in the final round. Well, see, and him. this is what I want to see. I want to. <laughs> that's where I want it to go. It's like okay, you're a tough guy. Uh, then, then get in the get in the octagon. Mm-hmm. Never mind this. Get in the ring stuff. And then, if you're going to challenge all these MMA guys, then get in the ring with them. It's not, not not get them in a boxing ring. Not, to me, that doesn't make any sense. Then call out some boxers if you're such a tough guy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's just it's, it's what it is. It was, right? It's business, right? You said he, exactly. he's a great businessman. So there's and, more and money. There always has been more money in boxing. Yes, for some reason, it's got to be organized crime just pumping it full. No, awesome. we're really boxing this, this, organized crime. Come up, no. This episode just ends right here. I see why they're trying to promote this in a boxing ring instead of an instead of a cage because it's just more money. Yeah, I think so too. It's just yeah, it's just a savvy business uh, decision. So whatever you want to think about these kids, uh, you know they've kind of uh, they've been pretty smart about all this and pretty successful. And you know, hate them if you hate all you like. They're <laughs> They're laughing all the way to the bank, it's and every wild. other cliche. We were talking about cliches earlier, right? Oh, there's a there's a few. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's like that movie we just watched, right? Today, 
What was yeah. that called? It uh, was called The Honest Thief. Honest Thief. Sorry, right. Liam Neeson. Right, and uh, you know, I don't know. I like to talk to those writers who took the money uh, for writing this real garbage, uh, <laughs> and you know, I think they should give it back. Otherwise, they're not honest thieves because they stole the money. They should give it back, just like he did in the movie. Well, how do AI... and hopefully a whole bunch of other like Hollywood people don't have to die and whatnot like they did in the movie. How do AI supercomputers spend real money anyway? Well, and that's that's the conundrum for these bank robbers. How do you like? How do you spend all this cash these days? What are you going to do with it, right? It's only so many times you go down to the bakery and you know, and you know, it's like all oh, there he is again. Sell me all the donuts. No, we can't change a hundred, buddy. <laughs> like, He's just carrying out dozens I'm of donuts back for the donuts. He's profiting forty bucks every day. Losing so 60, spending sixty on donuts, and then you know, and then you turn in yourself in and. Uh, you know, to what end here? You know, you got nine million dollars. Granted, it's hard to spend, but you know, it's, it's well, it's we're gonna find out. It's for the love of a woman. Yeah, it's. A, I'm gonna I'm gonna nutshell this for people okay. before we start. So the movie, Honest Thief, the 2020 film starring Liam Neeson, is about a bank robber who robs 12 different banks uh, for various reasons, meets a girl, and then decides that he wants to turn himself in. Because he wants to be an honest man with this woman who makes him feel like a man. Well, he's a meticulous bank robber, and he has uh, his own moral code. He does have morals. And the FBI gets on to him, so it's a, it's a foot chase here and a car chase there, and eventually everything works out in the end. <laughs> Pre- pretty much. If Welcome you can, to Honest Thief. If you can contrive any other sort of you know type of thing, you can crowbar into one of these types of action flicks. Every predictable... I mean, we did... Uh, there were a number of lines telegraphed today. You we nailed able... at least seven of them. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, you know, that's unfortunate. And as I say, like, you know, hey, if you wrote this, then you should give the money back. Give the money back. It, it was... Because uh, was... you know what? I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. <laughs> well, this was... It was kind of a... steal th- their money <laughs> right in this real garbage. Give us... Give us... Like, oh, maybe they got paid in Bitcoin. Robots, like, because as you said, it's like well, it feels I like hope, one of those. I hope they forgot the code. It feels like they just punched in a premise and an yes. idea, and they're yeah. like, write this robot. That's kind of what it's. It's what it felt like to me, in a way. I mean, it was so uh, cliched and and uh, formulaic and contrived that you know it's it's difficult sometimes. And then you kind of had like the little dog distraction. They're trying to oh. you know reel in that demographic, and uh, you know, oh, there's a cute little dog in the show. I mean that. <laughs> I mean, and that didn't even, the dog, dog, no, and the dog, I'm sorry, but the dog didn't even save this dog of a movie, really. I was waiting for it to do something at the end. I'm like, they're saving one more scene for the dog. They have to. Right? So they didn't tie it together with the dog even. It's just lazy. Maybe. Lazy. Maybe there was an after credit scene that we didn't see. Well, I mean. Leave it in the comments. Maybe, uh, yeah, the director's cut. Uh, He just says, you know what? I think, I think we're just going to cut the whole thing. The alternate ending: Liam Neeson dies, the dog saves the day. Well, I mean, it would it would have been good to have a little something going on with that dog a bit more because, right? It was what was the point? We could see the dog six times in the movie, at least for the first two thirds. Yeah. Anyway, Uh, yeah. So that was a little uh, disappointing with the dog. Even you're hoping that that subplot's going to go somewhere, and then of course you had the predictable um, uh, love. uh, uh, you know, uh, subplot with 
with with him he's gonna he's gonna quit the the, the business to for the love of a good woman and, and you know, all this other kind of stuff and and then you know then what would he puts her through realistically are 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 you oh sure everything is hunky dory <laughs> and like kind of like it was like are you are you kidding me man she accepts <sighs> him back so easily yeah okay you don't even make him work for it really you know what this film is this film is just think back to the 90s when Sebastian Stallone set up Biff oh yeah <laughs> hello McFly remember back in the 90s the guy like I looked like Biff the one detective or FBI guy he was not convincing as a as a, as a G-man he was it was, it was weird casting more like like I don't know like a I don't know H or I or J-man or something like that <laughs> Definitely not a G man. Get this old man out of my sight. <laughs> yeah, he's an old man. Turn in your oh, gun man. and your badge you and your kidding? dog. I like that. Old man, are you kidding me? Exactly. Old oh, man. <laughs> um, with this movie, remember, like Sylvester Sloan, Schwarzenegger were the big names in the '90s, and so they were just to compete with that. People like production houses were just pumping out garbage action movies with like shitty no namers. That's what this feels like. But now, yes, it's like we've. Liam Neeson's just like, oh, I'm going to be that guy that competes with these big names like The Rock and just makes these terrible movies. And yeah, it's, he's he's like trying to be like this sort of like pa- past middle-aged he's action hero. He's 68 years 68 old. Years old. <laughs> I, 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 he looks good for 68. Looks great. But man, he was doing some crazy stuff in this movie. And it's just, I don't know, that's, that's what it seems like to me watching this. I'm like, this just feels like way back in the day when it was just like oh, all these no-name action movies. He's become... One of those to me. Yeah, and it's kind of it's not even a B a B movie. Uh, it's we're down in the. Yeah, it's like the C. Well, I mean, C minus ish. That's D list, D list movie. Yeah, well, you know, trying to be kind, I suppose. Well, but was Liam Neeson ever really like A list? Like he's B, <coughs> B list at most, I think. Uh, well, no, he had his. You know, I mean, he uh, the the Taken time. Oh, wait, hold on. He's, yeah, yeah, he's okay. pretty Sorry. much right up there. And, and then what was the other? Yeah, uh, um, he, he was in a, Star Wars. He was sure, in Star Wars episode right. One. He's had a few, and you know he'd he'd kick our asses uh, if he if he found out we were talking smack about him oh, like this. Absolutely. But but hey, Lee, uh, Liam, you kind of limp through this one a little bit. So this is an example of where you can't work with terrible writers because this was just a poorly written, predictable piece it, of trash. It, yeah, it really it really was, and then. You know, uh, right down to almost like scene by scene, you could predict exactly where things were going to go. Okay, now this is going to happen. Now he's going to turn on this guy, and you know the sort of semi dirt baggish other partner is is you know he's going to be sacrificed. Okay, there. Okay, now he's dead, and, and on and on and on. Sorry, uh, uh, plot uh, spoilers. Are we allowed to do that? Oh, absolutely. But like, okay, well, okay. we'll start it off the start here. We're just going right. to explain. So he's he's doing a creds are rolling. He's doing a robbery spree. Robs twelve banks. We find out later. He so he goes to get a uh, storage locker because I guess he has all this money that he needs to store and a bunch of other stuff, and just wanders in like a, he's like, "Hello, I'm hello." And then there's nobody there. He's like, "Well, I better just wander behind the desk and that, just start behind the desk and stuff." And not only that, I'm I'm gonna like I'm gonna sniff the tea. You know, it's almost like uh, it's, it's violating. It, it really, and and then he, that was a bit weird. I felt, and then of course she liked that somehow. So I guess maybe that foreshadows that she's going to be okay with. Oh, oh, he's a bank robber. Okay, no problem. Oh, okay, this guy like uh, just you know bang my head off the the counter and left me for dead and everything. That's okay, and I'm you know going to forgive him and not even make him work for it. She gets dragged through some shit in this movie. 
Yeah, she. Yeah, she. But see, that's that's the power of love, isn't it? That's the power of love. <laughs> Give up nine million dollars, get your head racked off a countertop. I love you, baby. I mean, the I mean, you think the nine million dollars? You got nine million dollars, and nobody knows. And 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 he had he had finished his little spree. He was done with crimin', but he just had you know that conscience, right? It was just nagging at him, mm-hmm. you know, and he just couldn't live with himself in the nine million dollars. Like and who hasn't ever just got stuck in a lie when they're younger and been like, I better just ride this out. Yeah, I felt like he could have rode the lie a little longer, but I guess then we wouldn't have had uh, the honest thief. Uh, it was uh, honestly uh, a thief of our time, really. Uh, that's, yeah. uh, you know. Stole it from us. It did. Uh, I'm coming for you, Liam. You stole my time. So anyway, they. Stole my time. She's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming for you. So they have. Hey, that was a pretty good. That was a pretty good one. I don't know you. I don't know who you are. I'll find you. And I'm gonna kill you. Oh, oh that's great. Great stuff. So we flash forward to one year later. Mm-hmm. They're yes. they're a team now, breaking into their new house for some well, reason. Right. Because he's and like, well, I have to show her I can do a little bit of illegal foreshadowing stuff. for them. They're gonna be like. Um, uh, you know what do they what do they call those uh, those those people? Bonnie and Clyde. Uh, well, no, no, the the cat you know burglars? cat burglars for in the future. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, <laughs> that's, the, that's the pose for cat burglar. <laughs> like you're suction cupping up a window, right? Say so you can hear the sex. Yeah, I put this suck and suction cup here, and that one I think if they did it. So don't do the cat burglar uh, uh, <laughs> sequel. That ain't gonna work. Sorry, go ahead. Just saying. And plus, you know, like it's probably like he's it's probably like a two for one deal here. He's sixty eight. She's probably about thirty four. Maybe maybe late. Maybe mm, no, no, no. She's got to be forty. I'd say she forties. Yeah, I'd say yeah. I'd say mid late for, late forties. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But she's like looking good for forty. Okay. All right, all right. I gave her a little more too much credit there, maybe, but you but know. He's buying a house. How? Okay. He says yeah, he didn't spend so this a is dollar. The thing. So a he, dollar. He, he he this he claims he never spent a dollar yet. Somehow he's got the uh, the bankroll to like buy this this house. It's quite a nice house. It's not going to be cheap, you know. Like even that, and it's a nice neighborhood. She said too. Remember that had to be like two point four, two point six mil mean, out here. Whatever it was, you just don't walk in with your big you know paper bag full of cash, or I guess it's like your Rubbermaid container full of cash. And <laughs> <laughs> just how much do we need here? Kind of uh, yeah. Off of it. Uh, so how do you get the house? Maybe so. And does he work? He's like he says, "Oh, I repair safes." Like, okay, I'm a safe repair. But how he hasn't spent any of this money, so how is he sustaining? He's got a modest military pension. We figured out because he's a marine, but nonetheless, you know, to be plunking down a big down payment or whatever on a house. Well, how's how much, he doing that what's exactly? The, what's the salary of a safe repairman? And how many safes right. are malfunctioning to the point this where you need thing. to have he a actually repairman? Right, and he's gonna. Well, no, he's also a buggy whip repairman as well. He kind of blends the two. Uh, I'll fix your <laughs> buggy whip safe. <laughs> I'm gonna keep these safe. Kind of a steampunk uh, professions that <laughs> blends them both together. Yeah, like buying a house. Maybe he had good credit. And maybe a yeah a, maybe a but you still need the money sense. for the down payment for the credit. Well, maybe this was during the time of like the whole subprime loan meltdown thing, and the guy was able to just walk in there with the, you know, like a few a couple little like a small bag of money, and and they were like, yeah, okay, small bag of money. That's better than most people. Here you go, <laughs> one million dollar mortgage <laughs> approved. <laughs> approved. Oh, you can make the payments. Do you want to? I mean. 
So maybe that, like they didn't, but that wasn't clear. I mean, it seemed to be like yeah, this is, present this, day. It's, it's 2020. They, right. This is a 2020 that's movie. It should not, be like. That's not happening. Everybody wearing masks. Right. Know. And no one was wearing masks either. <laughs> I might add. Sanitizing every five minutes. We aren't, but we're socially distant here, you know. So like a giant 20 foot couch. Yeah. He's actually across the room. And then some visible uh, plexiglass between us here. So now we get Detective Dog Cop. This is the first taste of this like, this, like, detective who's better than the rest. You know he's a good guy. Because the music changes whenever they show him. And I was sad to see RoboCop go down. Or not RoboCop, but um, uh, Terminator go down so early. Yeah, yeah, Robert Patrick. I mean, like, he couldn't have come up with one of those, like, metal kind of impalers or something and just... Wolfie's fine, honey. Right? Yeah. Wolfie's like, just fine. Like that, you know, clearly. He could have deflected all those bullets and stuff. They, maybe he's still alive. Maybe he's the key to the comeback in the next... Uh, Sequel. This <laughs> Honest Thief 2. HT2. Exact. Have you seen this boy? <laughs> this is where they got the, the call from Liam Neeson, who's like, I'm turning myself in. I'm the In and Out. What are they calling them? The they, in call, out, they call me In and Out. In and Out Bandit. I mean, the In and Out Bandit. He's I mean, come bandit. on. The In and Out Bandit? Again, lazy <laughs> writing. Give the money back. I hate that name you gave me. Not my nickname. It is a stupid name. I agree with Liam on this one. Nine million dollars. Like, man, it'd be it'd be hard not to want to spend a little bit of nine million dollars in stolen money. Because, like, it seemed like he was it was a big buck. You to well, may, he well maybe he didn't. Maybe he was kind of lying. And he and he took like for the down payment, and he <laughs> did and he did kind of have like a brown bag kind of backdoor deal with one of the shady local banks. I think so. I'm, think so? I'm, it's yeah, may, maybe because. It just seems it's like you like where'd the source of income go? Because that was easily no matter where you are, that was at least an eight hundred seventy thousand dollars house. Sure, sure, easy, movie. easy. So you need eighty seven G's. I don't think a I don't think a, I don't think a safe repair man makes a hundred grand a year. Well, I, it would appear to be a highly specialized uh, craft. I guess you get into some pretty big safes like Guild, electronic. As it were. I guess it's kind of like stone cutters. Sorry, no homos. Oh, well, th- sure, there might be some kind of minimum. Oh, he's not the. They believe he's like just another impersonator of the In and Out Bandit because everybody, I guess, people just want to confess. This is weird. People want to confess to yeah. murders they didn't do. Confession they be, culture. Do they be famous? Is that an actual thing? Confession culture. I'm just making it up, but I'm oh. sure it sounds like it would appear. I mean, according to this film, if you want to <clears throat> believe it, sounds like a magazine. I think you might want to Snopes that, but. Uh, Nonetheless, yeah, it would be a good magazine title. Welcome to, or just a late night, a late night call-in talk show. Welcome to Confession Culture. It's 1 a.m. Do you know what? Huh. That is a good idea. Yeah? Yeah. Don't you think? Don't People love to hear that stuff. You know, do, do you remember there was that, that column in the back pages there, uh, oh, hang on, hang on. Savage Love? What were we just saying? What were we just saying? <laughs> Man, I find that happening a lot nowadays. Like, I got this this like this cheap quarter of weed at the like the store like up the street in Brentwood, and it just gets you wrecked. Like, there's I went to the store once and I was like, I came back. I'm like, fuck, I forgot this and this and this. I go back to the store, come back. I'm like, how did I forget another thing? It's like, is didn't get the, what uh, I was going for. Is that the amnesia haze by chance? No, it's just <laughs> called quarter. Just quarter. It's just like thirty two bucks. I'm like, like you can only remember a quarter of the things that uh, you were trying to. Pretty much. Like I'm leaving the store. I'm like, I don't need to look at my list. I got everything I everything I needed. Get all the way uh, home. Make, make a list, Jeff. Check make it a twice. list. Check it twice. 
was I just rode home with the radio off, just laughing to myself. <laughs> you idiot. <sighs> I don't think Liam Neeson would be a very fun guy to hang out with just Speaking of the ha ha ha, he seems kind of angry. It's pretty like he's always angry. Like, is is, is a guy ever relax? Like, like can he? Like, what does relaxing look like for Liam Neeson? Like, what does that look like for him? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think I'm not sure he knows either. This is where he he says like he tells these two. uh, This is where we get introduced to Ramon and Nevins. Nevins, yeah, Officer Nevins. This guy's a real piece of work. Well, that's Biff there, as we were. Uh, commenting earlier, <laughs> McFly. It's like I don't know why I don't know, know any more lines of his in that movie. It's all I know. That's kind of iconic. That's, that's why. You know, for, that's all you need for Biff. So we get introduced to these two, and they're like, "Yeah, okay." Why don't you make like a leaf and get out of here? This is where they rob him. So they're like, "Okay," he gets, gives them the well, key. They have like, to, they have, yeah, they have to go to the. Uh, and of course, he thinks you know he's an honest thief, but he's kind of a he's kind of a stupid one too, in a sense, because he's he naive. thinks he's going to get to go and accompany them there, and and they're going to be on like a field trip and a ride along here, when he's trying to you know I'm the in and out guy or whatever, right? The in and out bandit, you know. I hate that name. Yeah, so do I. Again, lazy writing. Give the money back. Give the money back. So yeah, um, you know, and then so then they go and of course find the money. And, 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 and then they're just immediately corruptible, these guys. Like, oh, well, could, the one guy especially, but... You could feel it leading up when they're searching for stuff. I'm looking at you going, they're absolutely going to steal this yes. money. And this is the premise. This right. is what sets up Liam Neeson to be like... Of course. I need to kill you. Yes. Because you're like, well, you're asking the question, like, well, how is he going to be tough? Like, is he going to be tough? Maybe he's playing a gentler role in this. Like, no. Well, that was the uh, sort of earlier supposition that we had in... He's no, ex, he's ex marine, of course. I mean, he's a killing machine. I wonder if that's you know what he probably has a contract where it specifies that he can never like be like the weak guy. He's always got to be the tough guy, I and he's it. always got to win every fight that's uh, staged in the movie, uh, or otherwise uh, they don't get Liam Neeson. I absolutely believe that one hundred percent. It's it's probably true. Who do they get then? Who's the next guy down? Doesn't care if he gets his ass kicked. Hmm. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's a tough. That's a right. tough question. Jason no. Statham, or no? no is, he, is he up? Is he above Liam? The only oh, the only person Jason Statham can <laughs> almost lose to is The Rock. The Rock, and that I mean, like almost lose. Like they're at a. It's like two bulls locking horns. <laughs> okay, but the thing is, what what The Rock has that that Neeson kind of lacks is he's got that kind of a bit of humor, and Neeson, like they could have given us a couple commando lines or something like that at least. And we didn't. They tried, but they're so they were so weak. I don't even remember what they were. Remember, there was a couple. Let us some steam. Bend yeah, it. right. Sure. Like at least give us something like that. Yeah, he had nothing really. Like there was there was I the. To, I had to let no. him go. Yes, I was Solly's fate. I think. Remember, he let him, dropped him off a cliff. There I had to let him go. I had to let him go. Come on, Cohagen, give the people air. <laughs> oh, the the lines that he got. No, the he lines. got he got one. He got the one, yeah. and it was like, "I'm coming for you." Yeah. But, I think that was it. Like that was that was like you're like well, that was the climax. That and was the the big line. That was the I'll be back. It's like they taped that off the other movie and just kind of like put <laughs> it in there. The just, AI guys. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, let's grab that. Or I'm whatever. coming for you. Kind of weird language that these AI bots speak to each other. You heard about that, right? Oh, AI speaking to each other. Now? Yes, oh, and they shit. created their own language. What? Yes, man. This then is this people is can't Skynet. understand. This is oh, and uh, so they had. That's that's when Facebook shut it down. 
is it complete? It probably can't be shut down completely. Though. Well, this is the question, isn't it? You know, Begs Zuck- the question. You know, Zuckerberg's sitting down there, taking the front of his head off, and hooking in a big fucking cable. Goddamn alien robot. Begs the question. Uh, I mean, I wonder how many uh, Rotten Tomatoes this thing got thrown at it. I didn't look. I didn't look My either. My phone's up there. I can't look. I could lean over there, but it's a, it's a reach. Do you want to know? Do you really want to know? Well, I mean, I know in my heart. I would like to know, yeah, because I said, I I'm did say, say. What is it? Yeah. Actually, what's, I, what's your guess? You got to do the critics and you got to do the viewers. Okay. So the critics and the viewers, hey, well, the critics are going to lambaste this thing pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Like they're going to be tough on this because it's, it's, it's basically a big, huge, reeking, festering, stinking piece of shit. And uh, they're not going to be happy. The viewers, I don't think, are very far behind that either. They can smell the feeded, uh, horrific odor. Spoon feeding the audience this crap they've been seeing for years. Exactly, that's the problem with these things. Formulaic, and then they they try to like kind of doll it up with a little uh, doggy, and you know, in my view, they they kind of fail miserably. And they should stop getting AI bots to write these things. Okay, my guess. That's your uh, score guess. So what is its percentage, right? Points? Okay, so Rotten Tomatoes critics, I'm going to say probably somewhere around 38%. Uh, and then uh, viewers probably like, I don't know, maybe 43%. Oh, shit. Oh, what? what? What do we got? What do we got? <laughs> <laughs> 39% okay, what of the critics. What did I say? That's pretty close. I said 38%. Yeah. Damn. Nice. Okay. And what did you say for the viewers? And I said 43%. 87%. Oh, that shows how stupid people are these yeah, days. Yeah. I must. Here, here's there. an action movie, you 87, 87%. 87%. This is like, this was the, this was just. I'm giving people way too much ge- respect. A generic <laughs> cookie cutter shit movie. And people just love it. They're like, yeah, another chalk up another one for Liam Neeson. Oh, just like the last you 15. Know, that's uh, amidst this pandemic. That's uh, that's pretty damn depressing. Like, what was the point in even making him a safe, like a, a safe fixer or a safe cracker? Or like, a it's just buggy whip repair or whatever he was. Come on. You could like what else could what else could we make Liam Neeson? Job wise, and make him well, hunt, he, hunt he, people. He blew, maybe he could be. He could have been like a demolitions guy working for a demolitions company, because that's what he did in the you know with the Marines. Yeah, is more plausible than he's like he repairs like uh, safes. What does he do? Going like with a three in one oil and and then <laughs> and fucking drop some of the stuff down there. And okay, we're good now, Fred. <laughs> Got rid of the squeak there for you, boss. Ah, closes okay, beautifully. And you know, and you know the fee. That'll be forty eight hundred bucks. It just yeah. It, I, well, he's got to make those down payments on that deluxe house in that nice neighborhood. See, I just inexplicably, think, despite not spending any of that money, because he's an honest thief. So if he's an honest thief and he's got a moral code, he wouldn't lie to us, would he? No. We're the viewers. We never did anything wrong. Why would he lie to us? And he doesn't ever lead on that he is lying to us either. So. I, that just proves your point. So safe repair. I, I don't know. It's, Maybe it's a good sideline. See, uh, I'm, Jeff, I'm thinking like how many people have safes out there that need like how many of them need repairs? Like <laughs> vaults. I'm starting to think of right. vault. I'm like repairs, a vault. Repairs a, from what? A exactly. Vault, like a bank vault or a <laughs> casino vault could take yeah, could need yeah. maintenance. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> Chuck had got uh, drilled out real good. 
Yeah, he, he, I come in and break them and break it and leave no trace and then come in and fix them the next day. It's <laughs> foolproof. Well, I don't think he fixed. He didn't fix. Name. He didn't fix the uh, uh, the safes. I think he fixed his his entry point, like how he got in to those areas. Well, he's at what right? point? He's, he's like, I think he's I like, just want to get this straight. I don't want to put any fake news out there. He broke in through the air ducts, the air right. conditioning. He, he, so he plotted it out. He did it over a three-day weekend all the time. Always three-day weekend. Every time, a three-day weekend. Broke in through the air conditioning ducts, and then he broke into the safe, planted explosives in it, blew it open, robbed it, closed it, used plaster. He's carrying plaster in there. <laughs> so, where, where are you so getting the water? It's because like plaster. He's drywalling. Like, he's... he's He's feathering it in there. I mean, I gotta let it dry. He's sitting there letting right. it dry, like, like, oh, come like on. you know, you're just gonna hang around the scene of the crime here. You're gonna do a little bit drywalling here. The worst tape, tape job I've ever done. And then, and then he's painting. He's painting. So he's got to bring in. Was he bringing like big, uh, like drop cloths? <laughs> you know, extension bars. What the hell? And like, he's got. He's got all his. You and know, he's, and he's lowering it all, clothes and stuff. all through the air conditioning ducts too. He's like right. lowering the fans, <laughs> man. Plaster. There's a hose. He's like, where the hell am I gonna hook this thing up? Come on, like God like, damn it, I've forgotten my knife. Eighty-seven <laughs> percent. People are like, man, I believe it all. Totally makes sense. He totally went through there. Wow, I, I guess I maybe did. I watch a different movie than those people. Uh, we both did. Did we watch the director's no. cut? Because you we, have, know, we have common sense. We I, noticed I just, bad movies. I just tropes. don't. Wow, wow. I'm uh, I'm pretty staggered by that eighty-seven percent. Me too. I, I mean, I, even I, if you flipped it around, it would be, it wouldn't make sense. No, no. It, even seventy-eight. No, it's too much. The listeners and viewers will know my verdict at the end. It's yeah. not good. Not not that. Not eighty-seven percent. No, no. And I was pretty kind with my. Sort of evaluation, uh, you yeah. know. It's uh, it's no, it's no eighty-seven percent. That's for sure. So these two shithead FBI agents rob his money, and they're going to leave. And Annie comes out. Annie comes out, and she's like, "Oh, like who are you guys? Oh, we work with uh, Tom. We're helping him move some stuff." And she basically, I feel like she lied three times, like at least twice in that conversation. She's like, "Oh, you guys work over at such and such." And like, yeah, we totally do. And then she's like, oh. Yeah, she induced, she basically induced them to lie to ensure that she, her, you know, intuition was correct that these guys were not doing what they were supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. and something shady was going on. I mean, obviously. It's it's well played on her part. Like, I don't think a lot of people would would think of that. They'd be like, oh, yeah, sure. You probably, I probably met you before. Having the the presence, right, presence of mind. But I mean, working in a storage place, like, think of all like the greasy people that you'd see all the time. Who knows what they're up to, right? (laughs) Um, you know, uh, speaking of which, uh, this episode is also sponsored by Stu's Storage. And, uh, you know, uh, we don't care what you bring as long as you pay six months up front is our, <laughs> is, is their motto. So yeah, uh, head on down to Stu's Storage and you can store whatever, uh, you need to store in there and don't give that 9 million <laughs> bucks to the, to the feds. I mean, what are you doing, man? I mean, your storage locker's starting to like stink. Say, spend it twenty bucks at a time. It's better than what? what okay, I guess it's a bad secret. I mean, you, you know, know, like it's kind of like oh, gee, oh, I didn't tell you I was a bank robber. Oh, oh, geez, uh, I, yeah, I meant to. I totally meant to uh, talk to you about uh, all the money that I stole and uh, all the things I blew up. But you know, I just, it just, you know, just never was the time. It just didn't cross my mind. Proper you know? time. 
Yeah, it's all about timing. It's all about timing, and I guess the time's now. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, Yeah. I robbed a bunch of banks. Yeah. So, yeah, they rob him, so they leave, and and they go to uh, their safe house to hide this money. And this is like we're already going. Okay, this guy's going to shoot this guy. It's pretty obvious. Like, yeah, we uh, knew that that guy's uh, time was, uh, you know, limited. Yeah. Well, we didn't. You know what uh, we missed was the requisite where the guy goes and digs the graves first. He didn't do that because, uh, of course, he's trying to frame the other guy, uh, Liam's uh, character or whatever. But you know, like, because that's always I always like those ones where they're like digging that sort of grave digging cutaway scene, like <laughs> eight grave. minutes of them just talking about their wives. Ah, <laughs> oh, she ties me nuts. Now we don't know. Now we have to infer: did the deal, like, did the feds hold up their end of the deal? I mean, are they going to give them two years conjugal visits, all that? You would hope so, because they did uncover. He did uncover a horrible, corrupt FBI agent. He did in their agency that they couldn't even find. So it's like, true. listen, guys, you better give me a license. Because, because of course, I'm that the part sing. when the part when he got the gun uh, from uh, Liam Neeson's from Ramon uh, character uh, took it off Ramon. Uh, what's his name? The In and Out. We got it from In and Out. Got the we got it from In and Out, and then basically gives it back to the guy after he got it from the perp. Yeah, like, well, he stole it off. That's not FBI one hundred and one. That's don't, that's don't like you're suspended, time. you're arrested. Uh, here's your rights. Zero protocol. It was it was appalling. Um, who was who was the FBI consultant on this this one? I don't think they could afford one. I think clearly it seemed the budget did not obviously go to the details. Like there's it's it's somebody read the script and went, yeah, this is that's this good. It's good, good enough. Right? But Liam Neeson in the lead it should be fine. <laughs> I wonder if it was written like for him. Someone's like, "Listen, we. I'm just gonna write it, Liam. Maybe there's bit, somebody out there that just writes." But Liam if it's Neeson a vehicle movies. for him, then then give him that thing. That was a piece. It was like the, a lot of the vehicles he was driving around. It was a kind of a piece of shit vehicle for him, really. So I, it wasn't a great vehicle for for the guy. I guess. Where's the great lines? The memorable yeah, lines. He should just be ad libbing, but I don't think he's a really. No, I don't think he's a strong ad lib. Like I don't. He's not a life of the party type guy. I don't think he's a strong ad libber. Let me tell you a joke. This is a funny one, so laugh. <laughs> I'm already laughing. See if he did that, he'd be he'd be freaking hilarious. I guess I guess the thing of it is too, I mean, if you're gonna go down uh that road, you can't really hotwire new vehicles. Yeah. How so do you hotwire them? This is another it's almost like a th- total throwback to these sh- crappy nineties movies yeah, where it's like, oh, we're gonna give him a ninety-three econoline van. That's well, what he you, needs. You, you kinda have to. And I don't even know if you could do that so easily with a ninety-three. Who knows how to like? Did they teach you in the Marines? Would teach you how to hotwire a car? Well, he was a demo. He was a demolitions guy, oh, so yeah, he yeah, knows okay. which wires to cross and hopefully which ones not to cross. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! Movie's done. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he gets you many chances. These yeah. guys come back and they're like, "Okay, we got the money." And now uh, he's like, "Oh, well, did did you count it?" It was only so. There's only three million. And then this guy Baker shows up at this uh, apartment at Liam Neeson's place. Comes in there, gets shot by Nevins. Like we're, you know, it's completely predictable. And then is there a shootout here? Like, wasn't it just, the other? Wasn't it the other partner got plugged? That was when. Uh, so, oh yes, yeah, so this is where he escapes in the jeep. So the, the jeep, yeah, the big jeep, uh, the big jeep chase. She, yeah, she's walking in there, and he's like, "Run!" And they like so they jump in her jeep and they take off, hide in a parkade. This is a really weird shot. They they get ahead of these these two FBI agents. They curl up in the back seat. And, uh, no, car. I think he was in the front seat when when you she was in the back. He mm. was in the front. 
Yeah, so they were yeah. anyway, they were curled up and like the car pulls up, the other guy's car pull up, sits there, camera lingers on that shot, back to them, back to that shot again for like uncomfortably long, and then pulls away. I'm like, that was just it was I don't know, it was a weird editing choice, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and I mean it it if had they had the guy get out of the car. Yeah, look around and a little look bit. around a little bit and maybe the fear of them being discovered. But that tension didn't really get realized to the to the, they didn't ratchet it up like they could have. They had an mm-hmm. opportunity there. Uh they didn't really seize upon. I feel like yet again, is... it's lazy. Give the money back. <laughs> Speaking of robots taking over. If you scroll I don't know if you scroll through Instagram at all. I don't see I feel I'm like I'm not a real gram guy. Yeah, but like yeah. there's like, you know, there are people are putting these TikTok videos out, Instagram yeah. reels and stuff, yeah. and they're using at the beginning of each of these videos, they're using the voice of Siri or Google Home or or Alexa. And so it's like, my boyfriend bought me a new car for my birthday. And people just, they're just doing this. Everybody is doing this, which seems really freaky to me because we've just. Well, we're we've, trying to emulate machines now. Well, dude, we're just, we're, we? we've become. Aren't we? We have become the machines, <laughs> Jeff. I never noticed. Uh, but uh, but seriously, we're all like, replicants. Do you have a Google Home or anything like that? Like I don't. I use Google at home, but I don't have a Google Home, and yeah. I don't use Siri. I've got that turned off. But people, but, people but, love the, that. but it's less. The, the, your technology is always listening. It's 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 uh, continually eaves, uh, eavesdropping on you. And Absolutely. this episode's um, already your smart we're, we're, your we're smart TV um, is continually uh, continually uh, listening to you and. I usually and have on a smart goes. watch with a microphone, so even that, like the internet of everything, it's right? everywhere, man. And uh, we're we're rolling with it right now. It's, it's pretty cool, but yeah, it has, it has its uh, pluses. So, oh yeah, uh, there's also in the midst of this fight with uh, does this movie have pluses? We got to be fair, I guess. Well, yeah. Well, this fall, man. Liam yeah, Leeson the fall, yeah. Like Thirty feet. He, he does. He takes a big hard fall, and he does this like involuntary parkour kind of. Uh, yeah, part two it kind looks, of on the, and then and then he's fine. Like he has yeah. no after. The guy's sixty eight years old. You take a fall like that, even if you you're not breaking on, a hip. Even if you land on the on. other guy, you're still landing on a two hundred pound you're, man, right? Like, right. And then rolling off again and falling in a shrub. Yeah. Even that, and like, shrubbery sharp. Yeah, so you're getting up like yeah. ah, it's, it's pulling uh, on your shirt and scratching yes, your arm. Yes, it is. It's like yes, it is. Horrible and uh, you know, I mean, Liam Neeson is tough. Well, we'll, give, we'll give him that. But, it's written in his contract. But, but I think, I think uh, that's that's part of the deal. I uh, want to have superhuman abilities. It's, it's, in this movie. it's a given. Liam, it, we can't. What's his rider like? Like, what is he, what are his backstage demands? What, what does he need back there? Like to to kind of in his trailer? Because of course he'd have his own trailer. I need fifteen bottles of water with the labels removed, smooth. I also need. One bowl of red M and M's with one yellow M and M in the middle. <laughs> yeah, and you better you better not screw that up either. I asked for blue. Ah, he's chucking bowls of M and M's at people. I don't know because, like, I I wonder what my demands would be if I were demands. Oh, Jeff, demands. Jeff, what would your demands be backstage? I would want. It would be nice. Jeff's just, rider. We're we're listening to Jeff's rider here. Well, uh, you know, my ideal situation backstage would be... No, just kidding. Um, I don't know. Something good to eat, like a, like a really good New York... Like, like, where am I? Am I in New York? Am I in, like, L.A.? Well, you're, you're touring around, and, touring and around, what, okay. what, what, let's say you're touring around. You're doing, um, you're doing a stand-up tour, let's say, okay? 
and they're gonna but they're setting you up because you're a headliner so they're setting you up backstage and you got a and you're and you got a little dressing room and then you're gonna have like a little um you know like a deli tray or whatever like what whatever you, whatever's in your rider because because wherever you go your rider follows you mm. and and then your managers make sure that that basically that that is fulfilled so you have all those things oh, that that you've requested in your rider you know like Mattis yahoo he you got to have like a new teapot every time hmm. and uh you know other people uh everything's got to be uh black and white theme oh weird huh see that you can get real crazy with this because <laughs> you're like listen saying. i want three that's what i'm saying you, you alluded <laughs> to the m m so i mean i want three three foot tall bonsai trees trimmed Asymmetrically, perfectly placed four feet apart at the back of any chain, any dressing room I'm in for longer than 24 hours. I also want a small fountain in the opposite corner with sand, <laughs> just like Zen garden, just building weird shit. Well, think about like think about this, like The uh, Rock, dude. The Rock has a team of people traveling, just yeah. hauling his his, gym his food, his, his food, no, his gym. Well, it's both, like eight, both. Eight I think they're semis. about equal. I think four semis for the food and four semis for the. Do you, have you ever sure. seen uh, what the Rock eats for uh, cheat days? For no, for well that too, but just like a regular day of what That's he a eats. Ridiculous, a ridiculous. I think it's like six pounds of cod. Is part is, is just a small part of the whole thing. Can you imagine? Like, think of that guy's flatulence. Uh, you know, The Rock. I mean, he's a great guy and stuff like that. Yeah, but you used to try being like a <laughs> jammed in a room with him. He just after gave he's Jerry just the rock bottom. Cranked back like, you know, six pounds of cod, right? And uh, whatever else he's like uh, chowing down. It's got to be. There's like 25,000, you know, calorie uh, diet but, or whatever it is. But I guess like if you're just relative to your size, if you're eating enough, because he needs that calorie intake to to maintain his muscle mass. So as long as he's using all those calories and burning up, oh, it's I'm not sure, like I'm sure he and, is, and like everything is just dialed in. I don't know; he probably doesn't fart that bad. Uh, who knows? Uh, Welcome pounds, to episode one forty two. We're talking about pounds the of rocks farts. <laughs> Does fish make you fart though? I don't know. I'll put you in the elevator. With I want him. some fucking cod right now. I want some fish and chips. Uh, where that's are we? That's a good halibut the other night. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. yeah, it's running fresh now. So this is where he starts telling her. He's like, "Okay, listen, I'm going to tell you everything," and he's like. I used to be a bank robber, but I'm not anymore. And it's like right. it's like saying, it's like, well, I used to be a murderer, but I don't murder people anymore. So it's cool, baby. Yeah. So it's the, the whole thing is, you know, once a bank robber, always a bank robber. Scorpion's got a scorp, man. You know, and they're not, not, and you know, once you're busted, it's it's not like that goes away. Yeah. And they're not going on any trips, you know, down south or anything like that, because south ends with, I guess, uh, Florida. It's about as far south as they're going. <laughs> Because, you know, you don't travel when you're a felon and when you're in jail, too. And you just don't travel before. But I think he got the conjugal visits all set up, so. it's Well, it seemed like that's he had to have been doing that because really two years, you're not going to deprive yourself. Because she's going to wait. She's totally going to wait because she's into him. She's like, this woman. the honest thief, not the honest girlfriend. This Yeah, like, what's her, what are her secrets? What are her skeletons that she's carrying around? She's like, yeah, cool. I told you my theory earlier, so. Can't remember what it was, but you can tell people what it is. She was a dancer. She was. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She danced for money, but it helped put her through school and they make for a, her. They make a lot. Oh, dude, I remember. Uh, anyway, um, but uh, sorry, a little bit of humor <laughs> in this scene though. When she's like, so he finishes telling her, and, he, and she's like, oh, anything else?" And he goes, "Well, 
I'm like, yeah, okay, that's, that's kind of funny. I got a giggle out of that. What Liam, about the? Uh, doing he didn't like her cookies, her healthy cookies, and, yeah. I hate and healthy uh, cookies. And then he had some other complaint about her too. Uh, there was something that he didn't like. Something else he didn't like about. Oh, he didn't like yellow. I don't like the color well, yellow. Of course not, because would Liam Neeson like yellow? Nobody likes yellow. No, I know, but yellow is kind of like the, the, the sort of symbolic color of cowardice. Mm, you yellow. So, right. So, of course, Liam Neeson wouldn't like yellow. Remember when that was like the biggest insult? Like, just think back. Like, people start shooting. You're like, yellow. You're yellow. Yeah. A couple of scenes later, she's like, uh, so why Rob Banks? And then just I, the way he starts telling the story, he's like, well, my father was this and my mother was that. And the year was 1970. Yeah, he kind of rationalized it, it, it pretty well to kind of justify his, uh, you know, it's uh, so, felonious behavior, really. So what was Multiple it? Multiple occasions. What was it again? It was just because the bank wouldn't help him when he was in dire need. Like his, his mom was sick or something. Or yeah, he, I mean, he laid it. I mean, every kind of you know, kind of you know, plethora of sort of challenges and difficulties. He kind of laid them all out there. Every everybody movie had cliche. Ever. Yes, every cliche. Every everybody had cancer. Everybody had this. Everybody everybody was dying and depressed and all this kind of stuff. So, so the bank that was, I guess, yeah, I don't know if they foreclosed. Did they foreclose or something? I don't remember. So they did something, and that was the bank that he went to and robbed. That was the first one, six hundred and mm-hmm. about six hundred G's. He's like, I don't know, I was kind of ballparking. And then he just kind of let, let and then he just left it in a storage locker. Well, because he does say that he goes, I never spent it, and he said, I I did it because I liked it. So he was like getting off on it, is what he said. So really, there's no way, there's no way he's gonna like give it all up and change for her. You know, after he does that two year stint, yeah, and starts dating her for a little while, for and like then, six and months, then, he's gonna be like, and oh, then it's man. like. I really want hey, to honey, somebody. how was your day? And it's like, oh. yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah. I got to rob yeah. somebody. Right <laughs> I got to go rob a bank, uh, like, right now. Where were you all weekend? <laughs> I got to blow a vault up right now. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Because it's like. I don't know what happens. Every time there's a three-day weekend, you just. I, <laughs> if he's doing it because he likes it, yeah. it's going to be really hard for him to give it up. But who knows? I don't know. Because, like, you can give up smoking after a while. It's not good for you. It's been four year, over four years for me. I haven't smoked, but like something yeah, like that. So maybe you could be like, listen, I've had my fun breaking in the safes. I'm good now. Because I don't think I'll, I, I know I won't ever have a cigarette. So Once maybe a junkie, like, always a junkie. <laughs> Never trust a junkie. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, she's kind of, yeah, maybe she, like we were saying, maybe she's got her own kind of dark secrets and stuff. And uh, see, that would have made the movie interesting. Mm-hmm. Give her a little more, a little maybe more. Maybe she had something. Maybe, well, maybe she was like GI Jane or something. All of a sudden, like she was like ex special forces, and she comes out and it's like does come some kind of role. And I mean that's super cliche, but it's kind of funny. Um, I don't know. It, it just, it just the movie just needed something, you know. It needed. They tried with a little dog, but that 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 wasn't yeah. it. That didn't really pick up the movie for me. I wonder. Um, if- the 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 villains were very cartoonish. Even some of the backdrops, you know, seem like kind of CGI-ish, cartoonish. It just had a very predictable, kind of contrived. Yeah, it was just, just a lackluster sort of cutter, generic, very cookie cutter, formulaic, just off, off by the, the numbers. Casual action movies. How many more there? cliches can we come up with to describe this kind of cliche-ridden? Eighty-seven uh, percent, buddy. Eighty-seven percent. Even the thir- what did I say? Thirty-six from the critics. Even that yeah. is like generous. Thirty, thirty, uh, thirty-eight. Because I or thirty-nine. I said thirty-eight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thirty-nine. That's right. 
Yeah, that yeah. is generous. That's well, I, they don't. They don't. The critics don't want Liam Neeson coming for them either, right? <laughs> you gave me a bad rating. Thirty-nine is acceptable. I mean, right? So there's probably like a cutoff, and they probably get like a little letter. Each one of these critics or whatever, they get a little letter from Liam Neeson. We also got. There's like a there's a cutoff, and if you, by God, if you go below that cutoff, well, uh, who you got to think to? Who are these critics? Like, really, who's labeling themselves a professional critic on <laughs> reviewing this movie? I am not a. We are not professional. Hey, people. those are the Rotten Tomatoes. That's like a huge corporation. But no, it's, it's not. Yeah. Not, it's not. I don't know. It's bigger than Facebook. All of a sudden, well, Barstool the, Sports. The, I mean, they got like a huge you know, one gotta, floor of like a whole like big warehouse. It looks like that's that's a pretty big operation. Door gets kicked in. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, police get down on the ground. We were talking shit. No, that's that's Liam Neeson when you're talking smack at Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes, police. He's on the ground. He's gonna straighten you out. So I heard you talking shit about Rotten Tomatoes. So this is where he sends her off. And he's like, get on the train and leave. And she's like, all right, well, go. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to prove it that I didn't do it. And she's like, okay, well, you prove it. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, go kill anybody else you have to to prove he didn't kill this guy. Yeah, there's there's a whole lot of like often like a lot of gratuitous killing. And then there's like, I mean, he was careful. That was good. Uh, note, uh, careful not to blow anybody up in the tunnel, mm-hmm. even though it was not a real bomb. Oh, no, not at all. Oh, well, sorry. Spoiler but alert. But you know what? I'm going to... Here's a spoiler alert. Don't watch this movie. Oh, hell no. Okay. So this is where Annie calls him. <laughs> and the phone rings. Because like at this point, you pointed out that he said, leave town. Don't call me unless it's from a pay phone. Yeah, and and then, just don't and then call me at all. Calls right in, you know, same ringtone. Hey, Annie, you know, what's, what's shaking kind of thing. It was the ringtone, so that's how and, he knew. And like, come on. Like, you were told you only use... Uh, you know, and don't make her some kind of... Uh, dumb female uh, sort of, a, you know what I mean? Like, they had the chance there. They could have, you know, they, they just kind of, it was a they, bit of a waste, wasted role for her. It's, yeah, it just seemed weird that weird that even in 2020, like where we're at now, it's yeah. like you still can't give her like a yeah. more, a more, a, a more solid role. Right, and then she couldn't even kind of handle the basic directions that she was given. Like, don't, you know, use a payphone. And, you know, okay, didn't, no, couldn't do that because she used her phone from work. Then they came on and, then, you know, Get your head bounced off the cash register. That's what you get. So this is where he uh, he's like, it's like, it's on now. Liam's giving her. And this is where he delivers the uh, I'm coming for you line. So, and now it's just, the rest of this is just action. Because like, we it's a car chase next. This is where we were laughing about. It, do, do police sirens. Why in the movies do police so, sirens. Why, like, every when time they when they, get, when they crash a police car, all of a sudden the siren stops. <laughs> but the lights are still flashing. <laughs> Presumably yeah. the car is still running and stuff. Does it just like the accident just it, it cancels the sound out of the siren is immediately? It, so is the there's like, like a where's like a collision cancellation code or something that kicks in? Where's the, the horn? Oh, so I'm thinking, where's the horn for the siren? Is it like right. is it in the grill where the other horn is? is but it that part that of the was sideswiped. It doesn't seem to matter. It gets hit the front, <laughs> gets in the side, the back. It's still. I think it only happens in the movies. I've never, so a, I've never seen a. I've never seen a cop car That'd crash. Be a good, that would be a good MythBusters. Um, should almost contact those guys. Just, um, what do you think about? Let's get crash up some cars, cop cars, and see what happens to the sirens when they yeah. crash. Do they keep going, do or they, do they keep go going? Woo. Right? Are they <laughs> like a sad dog or something <laughs> at the end? Like the sad dog in the movie that we watched. I just, I just imagine somebody. That you shouldn't. I just imagine watching somebody watching an actual cop car crash. <laughs> smashes up rolls and then the guy's like oh 
it does die. <laughs> anyway, that's dark. Well, but I mean, I mean, we don't necessarily have to roll the car, but we could, you know, smash it up with crash test dummies, you know, and smash the cop car up and see what happens in terms of the, you know, we could smash it up like one cop car and one Tesla because we can like, we can control that, right? <laughs> Rig up some sort of remote control. There's enough stuff I'd on YouTube. A, I'd love to see a Tesla get smashed up too, <laughs> just uh, because. So mm-hmm. now yeah. this is where he is now in the white van. Now he's in the Econoline van. Yes, and he's being chased by these guys, like in this in this car chase. And he he gets into like a driveway, and then he just waits for them and backs out of the driveway and just smashes into them. And we are left with this like two minute awkward shootout. Between a van and a car, it was like they're the kind budget. of connected together. Yeah. Like the budget was so small for this movie. They're like, all right, we're just gonna film well, here. No, Everything's yeah. close up, and the guy to come and disconnect the cars—that's extra. Yeah. So we're not gonna get he him. Got hung up. Yeah, they it's got just, hung up. So that was like ridiculous because like nobody's shooting anybody. They're shooting through the seats, and like, I would assume you get shot through the seats. Yeah, and then there was the one that the guy just had. I don't know how many bullets were in that clip. I wasn't counting. I usually count. Yeah. I forgot to count. We should have counted because it seemed like a lot. I mean, maybe it was one of those kind of like, you know, made in America, you know, (laughs) many. I've seen movies where a 9 millimeter shoots 38 shells before it's like. This is what I'm saying, right? I mean, uh, who knows? In America, whatever, you can find lots of things, right? It's possible. Oh, this this is where... Yeah, he escapes these other two, the the two criminal FBI agents, and then he just we, all of a sudden we just see him walking up like, across the street, and the other FBI agents like just hey. happens to be driving by. Yeah, yeah the, old, the old hey, and he runs. scene right because there's always a requisite hey scene. Well, yeah, like oh no, we recognize you know, we shoot. At this least you do it time. like Marcellus Wallace, uh, you know, in Pulp Fiction, and then he basically runs Marcellus Wallace over. Remember? And then, oh yeah. Oh, uh, oh no, right, Bruce. <laughs> And Salama Simpsons did that with Wiggum and Snake. <laughs> hey, donuts. I got donuts. Hey, I know you. <laughs> donuts. I got donuts. I got... Hey, I know you. So it, yeah. this is where he jumps over the fence. Jumps over the fence, yeah. So uh, it's... Uh, climbing, dude, climbing a chain link fence is I mean, hard. He's I know. 68. And then here he is, the 68-year-old wonder... And he is just like going up like he's some kind of like, I don't know, like Daniel Craig. What was that movie uh, when the crazy Casino Royale parkour type scene? Oh, yeah. That opening scene scene was great. So, you know, I mean, you're not going to. Sorry, Liam. And again, I I apologize. Yeah, don't. You're not going to be jumping up that. Uh, chain link fence like that. Even the way he landed on the, on the right? other side, like he fell from like eight feet. And poof, like that's you know up. what I mean. Like yeah, no, not what's up. What's up is your what's oh up? your medical expenses bill. That was another <laughs> item. So the girls basically had her head bounced off the couch. Yeah, this, she gets she gets beaten and basically gets scene. beaten within like you know the proverbial inch of her life because well you know we'll throw out lots of cliches because it's appropriate for for this flick. And so you know and then of course she somehow. He somehow checks her out. It's like, Ram- does, R- and, Ramon and, gets and, in there. But where's the cops guarding her? Because she's the other oh, yeah, yeah. FBI agent is trying to kill her so much so that the boss is watching her over her. And then there's no guard because Liam Neeson just waltzes in there. So Liam Neeson. Was he all he, denim at that point? Yeah, well, was he, he was all denim. denim. He's all denim for like no, the rest of this movie. No, but nobody goes full. You never, you never go full denim. You never go full denim. You never go full denim. But he did. <sighs> It was kind of working for him, I guess. Uh, I don't know. It was a dark movie. We were watching it in the middle of the day. 
Maybe. But he, um, so he's now he's got that Ford truck. He's yeah. ripping around in a white Ford truck. Okay, that's pretty cool. But it was a nice truck. It, yeah, but I mean, like everybody it, looks at a you're nice trying truck. To, you're trying to blend in. You're, you're not trying to stand out here. Because you'd get again as soon as you stop. Honest get thief, nothing. stupid criminal. As soon as you stop that truck, you've got nothing but old dudes walking up. Going, right here. Is that a 68? Wow, or a is that a 69? Right? Exactly. Kicking the tires. Oh, man. Baby's got a sweet paint yeah. job. You're running a 302 <laughs> in there? You know what I mean? They just come out. Uh, honey, I got they a really, this They truck. really would. I yeah. would. Like, I'm telling and, you, I'm like, anything I uh, see that's nice on the, on the of road. Of course. Like, Shit. Ugh. Just distracted by shiny things. Maybe that's part of, maybe that's part of his contract, too. He only drives have vehicles. Have nice cars. No, no, not not necessarily nice. They have to be before a certain vintage. Ooh, right. Well, what was he driving and taking? I'm not sure. A '64 Charger. I don't, I never I never watched any of those shows. I confess. They're terrible. How many of them? There's like there's like four of them or something, isn't there now? Mm, oh, probably. Then there's like Cold Pursuit, which like, is just taken. In is the there anything time. left? It's like taken four times. <laughs> like take. What out. happens? They kind of reload every time. Okay, and then oh, they took that again. Take and then, oh, out. I can't believe it happened again. And then four times. It just gets regurgitated, man. I mean, and come on, that's a lot, a whole up. lot of regurgitation going eat on. I know, eighty-seven percent. Awful. <laughs> so this is where. So I'm yeah, with they, you, brother. They, the FBI guy yeah. and Liam Neeson have a standoff. He gives him his gun. He's like, listen, I'm going to do it my way. Gives him the Ramon's gun back because he yes. stole his gun. And this is where we the, he drags these two in and he's like, we got to talk. And Oh, here's your gun back, by the way. What's no. uh, happening with this case? No. You, you, he's not getting his gun back. He's getting arrested. He's getting Mirandized. He's getting basically investigated by internal affairs. They're both he's off, off the, the case. case. The other guy's getting questioned, too. I mean, and they because they've already the one guy's already been murdered. And now, oh, the perp's giving the gun back. What? What? Yeah, they didn't follow protocol at all. It's just it's at just all. so ridiculous and preposterous that, you know, uh, it just any kind of, I don't know, it just falls apart. Uh, it's not logical. We're, and the hospital bills, like how who's paying dude, this bill? It looked like she had a lot. Right? A this lot is the U.S., right? So, you know, there's no, uh, you know, uh, universal health care here, and she's going to pay that bill. I don't think she's just a college student. I don't think she's got That's a really right. great health plan. Well, hold on. She finished. What was she getting? Her M. Her M. She's getting. She's a grad school, BM? so she was getting her master's in something or other. Yeah, she was doing psychology. She's like, okay, three, master's in psychology. Left, but even that, like, you get your master's. So now she's in debt for that. Now she's got this huge hospital bill. Buddy's in jail for two years. He's he's not. He doesn't have any just, of that nine million dollars. They just bought a new house. They just bought a new house. She's got to pay for it now. He's just screwing her life. Like, right? Listen, lady. He right. lied to you for a year. She was doing great. Let him she go. She had a good job going. She was like working. She had nice tea and cookies and whatnot. And then Buddy shows up sniffing around, sniffing her tea. <laughs> and the next thing you know, she's like I say, she's got this uh, huge debt with this house. She's got to pay for her school. Um, she's basically got, um, uh, you know, uh, a guy in jail uh, that she's kind of got to support as well. And you know, like, what kind of life did she have now? What are her prospects like, right? All and the for buddy, love. and the buddy threw away nine million bucks. There's just so many red flags for both of them. For both of them, they should just walk away. He should have just been like, you know what? I'm gonna live single the rest of my life. It's not that bad. Well, that was her. That was, and imagine too, because that was her plan. Remember? Yeah. She didn't want to kind of get involved with anybody after the divorce. Oh, 
He just and, he, uh, this is the this is a movie about a man who completely screws up another person's life, just ruins it. And she seems to be you know like relatively happy about it. And eighty seven percent of the viewers seem you know, to kind of know, agree. You know what so. it is because the people that gave it eighty seven percent are married and super unhappy in their marriage, and they're like, yeah, I could totally relate because. Hang on, I totally lost my train of thought as I was saying that. I'm just wondering exactly what what could they relate to specifically? Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, I could totally picture my head getting no, sorry, sorry, off sorry, sorry. Cash register Being, like that. Or what I was trying to say. Okay, I could totally see like just just overlooking shit is what I meant. So they're married, right. they're overlooking stuff, just being like, you know what? Yeah, he's a piece of shit. He's been lying to me for a year, but he's not going to do it now. He's totally he's going he's going to change. He says he's going to change, and they're like, yeah, we'll totally give him another. He's chance. got two years to think about it. How many people? Do you know that do that? And what like, judge what is going to give him two years? He's probably going to get more like five years. He'll get out. On he stole nine million dollars. You robbed twelve banks. And those people are going to be like, 12, throw yes. the book at well, this guy." Well, hang on, stole though. They're money. like, "Oh, he's got the money back." Well, he's going to have to pay it back with interest. Think, and then so then now she's got that bill too. <laughs> the she's house got, mortgage. She's got the mortgage. She's got the uh, student loans. Oh. Right now, she's got the interest payments. Right, like yeah, she it, is just. She, like forget she's, about it. She's probably sitting on a right? good two. Let, let's say the maybe, house. Like maybe I'd say four mil. Maybe he's going to teach her the ways of, of bank robbing, and then she's going to go to work and stuff. But she's going to steal bitcoins or something instead. Honest thief too. So you can His spend that shit. <laughs> yeah, baby, you need a steady hand to drill through this thing. I'll teach you how to blow things up. Yeah, I mean, nobody heard anything like all those three day weekends. Yep. No, the guy's drilling away. He's got like. Uh, so what I want to know is how did this sixty-eight-year-old man bust into this FBI agent's house and plant a bomb? Like, when did he do that? Why didn't we get to see that? Yeah, that was yeah. There were a few plot holes, and that was definitely one of them. There were a few others that we pointed out, but that's definitely an, a noticeable one. At what point did he bust in? And then also b- break into the guy's car. Oh, broke into Ramon, Ramon's place too. Yes, and like held him at gunpoint. Was like, yeah. "What do you got in this?" And he's like, "I'm just an innocent guy. I don't like him." He's slightly less dirtbaggish, but mm-hmm. still, he had yeah. morals. He was yeah. just like Liam Neeson's character. So I don't think it relate with the morals. Well, he went down <laughs> hard too. So this is where they she slaps on a bright yellow hoodie, and they go to the FBI agents. Uh, house phone him and then like you got 10 seconds to get out of there and it's like the slowest countdown ever blows his house up was he i guess he was cool with just murdering him if the guy didn't get out well and this is the thing too it's like all this collateral damage you see and to what end for a lot of, in a lot of these 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 movies and all these things get blown up and all these things get destroyed and all these people are maimed and and crushed and and you know like various states of uh dismemberment uh, death, even for some of these, you know, just sort of uh, peripheral kind of collateral uh, victims, and just for you know, two ego tripping dudes. So I think there's almost, I think it's just about time for a go find yourself uh, for for all of that, um, helping the uh, the, the, oppressed, <laughs> help the, the oppressed victims of the collateral damage revenge uh, plot, right? Right. You fucked up den? my girlfriend. Right. I'm gonna blow your house up. I don't give a shit about your neighbors. <laughs> right? Like, you're blowing a house up he in doesn't. a residential neighborhood. Think how traumatizing that would be, right? You're, you're, a kid. you're living in beautiful, you know, ni- a nice upscale neighborhood too. And the next thing you know, you know, there's like, there's, is like bombs blowing up, and um, you know, the property values are. That's a good time to get a house in that neighborhood. 
you look over and you're like, who's the perpetrator? Just some 68-year-old white dude's like, I hate this FBI guy. But he's a 68-year-old white guy, so probably get away with it. Absolutely. And again, where did he get the time? Uh, When was he able to kind of sneak in there? And, and, you know, wire up, uh, you know, all these houses and how did he know where all these people lived and stuff? Mm-hmm. I didn't really see him using a, I saw him actually was using a computer a little bit, wasn't he? But he didn't seem to, he was, seemed to be just like kind of stuck on Google there, like just kind of like Googling stuff. He didn't seem to be. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was one like shot there. of like three results. I'm like, what, you know what, what, I, is like, what does that say? So like how, so is that, is that like, is that the whereabouts of the guy? So, so that's got his, like, he's got his address right there up on Google for you. It's just a, it's just okay, shows FBI you agents, uh, home addresses. Uh, is that like a separate kind of data set that you can access there on, uh, you know, uh, just, yeah, well, I guess or was he using edge? Maybe we could find ourselves. Windows on there. Edge. Microsoft <laughs> Edge. <laughs> yeah. So I got wrote, yeah. the next thing I wrote is fight, shootout, and Ramon gets killed. So where yeah. where do they where do they meet up here? Because he's like, Oh, he gives he gives six million dollars to uh Annie at this point. Yes. And she calls the other FBI guy. See, what if dog. she just kinda like ran away with that six million bucks at that point? See, that would have been the smart thing for her to do. She spends it a hundred bucks a day and at she, the right? local, local diner. Right? And you could you could you go buy your groceries. You could pay your rent cash. Yep. They don't mind when you pay your rent cash. Rent. Probably even pay your rent. You could have rent. You could have uh, um, a car payment that you went into the bank and paid mm-hmm. in cash. I wonder if there are. There's probably like you probably you probably go to like BC Hydro office somewhere still paying cash. I don't. It's tough, but you could do it at the bank. Okay. So then what you do is you go in there and you have maybe like you need to, oh I've got a couple banks. And I just use this one for paying the bills. I just mm-hmm. come in. I just pay cash. I get the bank. Whatever. I'm, I'm old school. I prefer to do it that way. You could probably sell that. Oh, easily. Right. Easily. It's better than the you know getting your head bounced off the freaking cash register. She only got a tiny bruise. When, no, that was out. She'd so already that, had. Yeah, that's her, already happened. Yeah, she's already had her face. Because now she's meeting the. She's given the six million dollars to that guy. Right. And then yeah, so there's a fight. So this is where Ramon and ne- Nevins. Nevins. What's to say that that guy's not a dirtbag too? Right. Just because he's got a little dog. Yeah. See, that would have been that's, a good twist. He's a dirtbag too. Well, that's the story in the spinoff. These guys are like, he's a man. It's a dog. They've already done it. Turner and Hooch. Apparently, somebody told me they're remaking Turner and Hooch. Well, of course, because Hollywood has no new ideas, right? So Dude, they're They just remake everything. They reboot everything. Everything's rebooted. There's so many movies right? that were terrible that they could remake that were are like could be awesome. They just need a bigger budget. So Ramon like gets... to see like Slacker remade with a bigger budget. I don't remember that one. Okay, so Slacker, what they do is they basically follow people around. So let's say that they went like to say like a little restaurant... And they'd follow one person in there, and then they'd be talking to somebody, whoever, and then they'd follow that person. Ah. And then they go around, and then they pick up on that person, and they just keep on following around people. It's a brilliant cool. concept. I love but with a bigger like budget, ah, I might screw it up too. Who knows? Hmm. So that's that kind of like. Uh, cool. Richard Linklater. He's the guy who did Dazed and Confused. Did he do Birdman too? Uh, he may, maybe, but that was his first one. I think one of his first ones was uh, Slacker. And uh, it's a really cool one to check out. I think you might enjoy that. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, nice. I, I like that kind of stuff, like Birdman, which is like one. It's like six scenes in a movie, like a mm. two-hour long movie. It's only like six scenes. It's just continuous shooting. Somebody will walk by, follow them, lead to another part of the mm-hmm. scene. That it's, mm-hmm. it's the choreography is just fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gets yeah the uh, Nevins gets away. And he's like, I planted a second bomb in your car, and it's uh, weight sensitive. It's like, damn, dude. Yeah. So by this point, he's got a confession on tape. 
He's got him stomping his, stomping his car. Betty, right? Hello, McFly. So he's he pulls over, and they get there, and I'm like, well, it's a total dud. It has to be because there's no. De- well, yeah, no, you called that one. You yeah. definitely called that one. We called everything. Yeah, yeah you pretty, called yeah, all yeah. of it. Well, yeah. We, <laughs> what, what happened to your leg? Whatever I miss you, <laughs> you got it. I got the scraps. <laughs> You yeah, know. well, right? Yeah, the leg, right? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't see, I didn't see him limping. You're like, hey, what happened to your leg? Two <laughs> seconds later, what happened to your leg? <laughs> oh, it's a sports injury. You know, yeah, the old uh, running with scissors league. Uh. There was, there was, I don't know why. Like near the end, there was a shot of of because uh, like, how did it end? That FBI agent is sitting there with his dog, and they like show him, and then it's like a slow zoom on the dog, and the dog's just like, what? Why? Why is it in there? It, it, it seemed just, to me like it was just, yeah, again, it was something deliberately appealing to that sort of demographic that, you know, likes cute things or whatever and isn't really too critical about uh, things in general. And, oh, that was a cute dog. Oh, I like the cute dog. And then, oh, 87%. Do you know what this is for? This is this movie is directly for, like, older men who just, like, oh, I just want to watch something stupid. And then the wife that's sitting there on her iPad who who has, like, two little dogs... She's like, oh, look at the little dog. That's how she stays engaged. And then he's like, ah, this is fantastic. I don't have to think too much. You, you know what? It is kind of like for an, almost like an older couple or something. Yeah. Kind of almost. Like people my parents' age would love something like this. Right. Like, this movie is great. You should because, check it out. Because there's a minimum of foul language. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Yeah. I don't know what the rating almost, was, but. I think it was R. Was it R? Because I, I don't remember R. too much profanity. I don't remember. Uh, of course, you know, you got the gratuitous violence and everything, but so perhaps that's maybe the dem- target demographic. I think so. The sort of it older like folks it. that are, you know, like well, you say the dude, Liam Neeson's 68. Like yes. he's like the, he's like a, a Clint Eastwood type older. And there's people that are like, yeah, I still want to see this guy kick ass. Cause, and he's my, like, you know, my age. A little yeah. Bit so me. I think it gives him a bit of hope. Like, like Yager, uh, coming back for another season in the, in the league. Right. Or, well, I, or whatever, I, uh, I would equate it to like wanting to be Jean-Claude Van Damme when I was a kid. Cause he was like a late twenties, early thirties, martial arts movie. Sure. Movie star. And I was yeah. like, yeah, I want to be him. So now this Liam Neeson is like to 50 year olds are like, man, I want to be like Liam Neeson when I'm 68, kicking ass, threatening people climbing on the phone. chain link fences, <laughs> jumping them in a and single bound, fall, falling from like a five story building, whatever. And I want and to just, just kind of getting up and, and just, you know, shaking it off. Well, that's what I would have is a, a bowl of blue M&Ms with one red M&M in the middle. Be one thing. Probably have to have some sushi wherever we are. I'd have a sushi, sushi, sushi guy. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody had to give me oh, some, so some Hang on, you have street... a sushi guy, so you, you'd have literally have to bring someone along with you? No, that would get too fishy. You get sick of this. Well, you, you, oh, so you just worry about the guy's smell, never mind what it have somebody, costs to have like a have personal sushi somebody chef. Somebody that has to accompany just... you everywhere that you go. Well, that, it would be cool, but it would be expensive. It'd be like, it'd be, unless they're a cool person, or just like one of my entourage knows how to make sushi. You learn. You got to learn this. You learn. Okay. Learn. So you're going to like. Cutting up, I'm cutting up blowfish. So this is future Fine. Jeff, future famous Jeff. So you want to be part of my entourage? You learn how to cut sushi, It'd be, my, be my sushi guy. And then this is the end where he's like, gets the phone call and he's like, oh, so you're out of here. He's like, are you not going to turn yourself in? He's like, no, look to your left. And like, there he is. Like, yeah, yeah. So triumphant. Well, and, and well, we called that one too, that he was going to be like right handy nearby, you know. So silly. Oh, good, awesome, fun. Eat it, viewers. Ah. Just being force fed. And that was it. That was that was the end yeah. of Honest Thief. 
What did you, I re-rated as two dog cops out of ten fake car seat bombs. Okay, uh, yeah, I'll bad. give it, uh, you know, three I'm coming for yous uh, out of ten. Um, you know, we'll throw, I, lo- I love dogs, so so I'll throw one extra one in for the dog. I was into the dog <laughs> scenes whenever I was there. I'm like, all right, cool. So where me. are we going with the dog here, you know? That was the problem. I hope that he joins the Academy. I'm sure there's some sort of animated show they made out of him. Dogs and Police Academy. It's probably a thing. Anyway, that was the end of that. Dude, Jeff, thank you so much for coming out here and doing this. It's, this it's a lot a of fun. It's a pleasure. I hope uh, it turns out okay in the edits. I think it's going to be great. All right. As usual, well, everybody, for having me. find Real Garbage on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button if you like it. And if you don't like it, hit the dislike button. I don't really care. It's going to make YouTube do something. All right. Thanks again. Thanks, Bye, everybody. Folks. Bye. Real Garbage.